0: Welcome to another podcast from Best Self Magazine, the leading voice for holistic health and conscious living. I'm Krista Noel, Editor-in-Chief, and this is the place to ignite your mind, body, and spirit with empowering articles read by the authors themselves. I'm so glad you've joined us to take a step towards your best self, to perhaps stretch your thinking further and reach a little higher. Something tells me you're here for a reason, and I'm so grateful for that. So let's get to it. Hey there, I'm Joshua Wayne, and I am the author of The Simple Parenting Guide to Technology Practical Advice on Smartphones, Gaming, and Social Media in just 40 pages. I'm going to share with you my article called Kids, Quarantine, and Devices Managing Screen Time During COVID and Beyond. One afternoon, about a year and a half ago, I was looking at my bookshelf and I noticed six parenting books that I had purchased within the previous 12 months, but never read. Out of curiosity, I picked each one of them up to look at the page count. The average was 232. Now, I've been working as a counselor with teens and their parents for nearly 25 years. So you could say that I have a built-in motivation to stay up to date on fresh ideas but I hadn't actually even opened any of these books since Amazon dropped them on my doorstep until this particular afternoon when my curiosity got a hold of me. Why is that? Simply put, time. Having a six-year-old at home, a wife I'm committed to staying married to and a busy career, who has time to sit down and read all these 200-plus page books, especially when I have to sort through the 80% filled with theories, anecdotes and research just to get to the 20% of truly helpful information. So it got me thinking, what if I wrote a book or a series of books that cut out the 80% of the stuff that keeps me procrastinating in the first place and just focus instead on the 20% of practical takeaways? What if I wrote some books for parents who find themselves thinking, as I know I do, please just tell me what to do? Hence the idea behind The Simple Parenting Guides was born. I've been speaking and writing about kids in tech for the past couple years, so it seemed like the obvious place to begin the series. I began working on it about a year ago, and The Simple Parenting Guide to Technology, Practical Advice on Smartphones, Gaming, and Social Media in Just 40 Pages, was released on May 17, 2020. Now, if only my book release story were as straightforward and as linear as my process for writing it. But instead, I find myself having to pivot and discuss the fact that just two months before the book was scheduled to make its debut, the world came to a screeching halt as a result of a global pandemic. Most of us were forced to hole up in our homes and really had to scramble to figure out what to do with the kids. Now, a lot of us enjoyed the forced slowdown, at least for a bit, but it also became incredibly stressful for a lot of us. A lot of people lost their jobs, and those who were lucky enough to still have them had to figure out how to keep their kids productively engaged while they're jumping from Zoom call to Zoom call. Now, sure, our best efforts at homeschooling, which admittedly in my case isn't saying very much, can eat up about 45 minutes of the day. I have even more massive respect for teachers now and if we're lucky, maybe we can stretch out a family walk to eat up another hour or so. But what then? Those iPhones, crack screens and all, are just kind of sitting there staring at us as if they're whispering, yes, come pick me up. I can help. Now, here's the thing. Our kids certainly would not resist such an opportunity. But the real question is, should we? And that pressure cooker of being home full-time with school aged children While trying to maintain some sense of normalcy, this really becomes a very challenging question to answer and many parents, even with the best of intentions, found their normal restrictions going out the window. So had my book just become irrelevant or more relevant than ever? Admittedly, I asked myself that question and even contemplated postponing the release but through the counsel of some friends and family and several glasses of wine with my wife, please don't judge, I decided to proceed as planned. And I've since become convinced that the timing for this message is actually more important now than ever in a time when kids device use can easily go off the rails altogether. So what should our attitude towards our kids screen time be during these strangest of times? Well, first and foremost, we have to remember that the real priority right now is making sure that everybody gets through this in one piece, mentally and physically. In an era where adolescent depression and anxiety rates were already spiking and when in 2014 suicide became the second leading cause of death amongst teenagers, the last thing we need to do is create unnecessary stress for our kids and for our family in general. Staying connected to our kids in a healthy, positive way right now is more important than how much schoolwork they actually get done and frankly, how much time they spend looking at their phone. So when it comes to device use right now, my advice is to take a deep breath and relax about it. But with these few caveats, number one, Make sure that devices don't overtake your relationship. As I just mentioned, staying emotionally connected with our children is massively important right now. Whether they realize it or not, they need connection with you right now. They need you in their world, even if you barely understand it at times. So cook together, listen to music together, play some board games, geek out on some Netflix. Yeah, I get that technically that is screen time, but I'll take that any day over more fortnight. So whatever you can do to share time and space with them in a low pressure, fun way, do that. Number two, make sure they're getting fresh air and sweating if possible. Now, look, I get they can't be out running around with their friends or playing sports as they do under normal circumstances, but kids still need to move around. Physical activity stimulates and regulates their brain like nothing else does. So try to make this a cornerstone of your time together by throwing the ball around, going for hikes, or even creating some body weight exercise routines you do together in your backyard. And finally, number three, make sure devices go to bed at night too. If you can do absolutely nothing else, make sure there's a clear time that devices get shut down at night and stick to it kids need to go to bed and they need clear boundaries many of them if allowed to will become nocturnal animals in times like these that's fine here and there when they have sleepovers and such but it's not good as a matter of habit for their physical mental and social well-being so you pick a time at night that's reasonable and shut everything down if you have to gather up all the devices and store them in your room overnight And if they claim they need their phone as an alarm clock in the morning, well, right now they actually don't. But in normal times, an alarm clock will cost you about 10 bucks. It worked when you and I were kids, right? So in summary, yes, absolutely lighten up when it comes to their device use right now. But no, don't let go of the reins altogether. Unprecedented times call for some flexibility. Under normal circumstances, the average American teen spends a staggering seven and a half hours a day in front of a screen, and that doesn't even include time spent on schoolwork. If unchecked during these kind of times, that number can easily double, and it's really hard to argue that this is healthy using any common definition of the word. So lovingly stay on top of them and insist on these basic rules that I just talked about. They may not always like the limits you set, but they need them to grow into healthy digital citizens. And maybe they'll even thank you someday. Thanks so much for listening in. If you'd like to learn more about me and my work, please check me out at joshuawayne.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Best Self Magazine. For more inspiration and information, please visit bestselfmedia.com.